Hey there, and welcome to the Smart and Simple Matters show with your host, Joel Zeslowski. I'm back. Did you miss me? I missed you. This is episode number 118. goodness. It feels good. Oh, feels good to step up to the mic again after a long, long time away. Stick with me for a moment. I know you're like, Joel, we haven't heard from you in so long. And now somebody else is going to say something. I just want you to understand what it sounded like in front of my podcasting microphone while I've been on hiatus. Grant, would you like to have a word? Hello, everyone. I am going to talk about things, and what do you think they are? Well, one of the guesses is, you thought it was a bird, and then you thought it was a tiger, and then you thought it was a, what do you think it is? It is a alligator. Yes, it's an alligator. You guessed it. Now, let's go on to our talking. So, today, it is Wednesday today. It's Wednesday today. It's not Wednesday. And uh, now let's talk more because Papa's interrupting me. Okay, Grant. Uh, Thanks. I'll take the mic back now and maybe we'll hear from you again sometime soon. Well now, I am a bit overdue for a new episode based on my original estimate in my last episode on January 9, 2017. My intention about eight months ago was to take a three-month hiatus and then come back to Smart and Simple Matters with a fresh energy, those new insights that are percolating your brain while it takes a little break, maybe even a different approach. Yeah, but... about that. <laughs> Getting out of my new episode every other week for four and a half years straight rhythm threw me for a loop, and getting back to podcasting was more tricky than I expected. Now, it's not that I didn't want to be podcasting while I was on my break. It's more like I intentionally let other things crowd out the possibility of me having time to record, edit, and publish. I'll give you an example. I dug into and completed the most fun tech-related project I've been a part of yet. That would be the Putty Tribe 2.0 website that the community I run, the Putty Tribe, is now running on. I'm going to fill you in on more details on that collaborative project in a bit. You'll hear plenty about the Putty Tribe and multi-potentialites. There were other big events happening, too, while I was gone. Uh, My wife and I... My wife, Melinda, and I, we took a trip to France for 12 days in April without our two young dudes. The togetherness, the celebration of our partnership, man, that would have been enough if that's all that we got. 
But you throw seven days walking, driving, and eating our way through the Provence region, and three days in Paris on the back end, and you have yourself a fine, fine trip. So fine, in fact, that it's probably worth several sweet, sassy molasses in a row. I'll spare you the repetition. You'll just do that in your head if you want. Uh, Of course, I wasn't surprised at how fantastic the food was everywhere we went. We were told, oh, oh, it's just so good everywhere. But I have to say, I was surprised by the ruggedness, uh, almost uh, wildness, of some of the Southeast France landscapes we got to wander around. Captivating, other words, they just do not do it justice. I hope if you haven't already experienced it, you'll get a chance to experience it yourself someday. However, the Putty Tribe 2.0 website launched on March 28th, and I've been back from France since late April. So, what gives? Why no new Smart and Simple Matters episodes until now? There are, of course, a few reasons for that. The bulk of this episode will cover those reasons and also give you some hints about where this show is headed now that I pressed the reboot button and started to power back up my online activity. Let's get into some gooey nuance and lovely context, shall we? Here we go. Initially, I went on a podcasting hiatus as an experiment to see what my life was like without podcasting. I didn't think that it would be better, but I wanted to find out, just like so many other experiments that I've run on, hey, what would life be like without dark chocolate? What would life be like without football? What would life be like without this and that? And for the most part, life is better when I remove some things, not dark chocolate, of course. Now, I didn't think my life would be better without uh, video games too. Uh, many other things that I happily no longer do. But experimenting with removing them for a period of time and deciding that, yeah, your life is actually better, I would encourage you to do it as well. It sounds counterintuitive, but it's actually quite promising and quite captivating. You know, perhaps I always knew that uh, a bigger reason to go on a podcasting break was because I felt like I had to with all the various Putty Tribe things that were happening and my octopus tentacly role within the community. If you've uh, never heard me or my putty partner, Emily Wapnick, talk about the Putty Tribe, it's a space for multi-potentialites around the world, multi-potentialites being people with a diversity of interests, passions, and creative outlets. Uh, Putty Tribe is a space for those folks to get the support and inspiration they need to be their best rockin' selves. I think it's appropriate to give you a little background of my involvement in the Putty Tribe because it is highly relevant to this episode and where I'm going and where Smart and Simple Matters is heading. Back in April 2012, when Emily opened up the Putty Tribe, this private community for multi-potentialites around the world, I actually wrote a comment on her blog, Putty-like, saying why I deserved a free lifetime membership. Strangely or not strangely enough, I was one of two people selected to have a lifetime membership, which was pretty rad. And over the course of about a year plus being active in the community, meeting Emily in person for the first time when we were at World Domination Summit, she asked me to become the billing and membership support guy. This was back in mid-2013. 
And I did that. Uh, I was active in the community. I was active behind the scenes with Emily and with other people on the team. And eventually, I became the connections and operations guy, also known as the guy who runs the Putty Tribe. This was about a year and a half ago in April 2016. Uh, which, of course, as a multi-potentialite, I have all these different interests and all these different skills and experiences and, and backgrounds and competencies. So I actually had a dual role for a period of time, becoming the project manager slash business analyst slash lead tester slash many other things for uh, our current online home, the Putty Tribe 2.0 site. And now I get to work on the continued growth and vibrancy and the connections in the community and always possible. It thrills me and also sometimes consumes me. Consumes me because it has to, because this is my biggest thing right now. Consumes me because I want to, because being in the Putty Tribe fulfills my overarching theme of bringing people together. Uh, I get that in other ways, hosting Live Your Legend local gatherings and World Domination Summit local gatherings and organizing block parties and all these other things. But the Putty Tribe is an amazing way for me to be with my people and to bring them together in neat, meaningful ways. If you've been listening for a while, you may actually have seen or rather heard how my multi-potentiality plays out in my podcast episodes. I have done episodes on authentic relating and relationships to Excel spreadsheets to talking about everything under the simple living sun to having conversations about rewilding. It tends to vary. Eclectic would probably be a generous way of describing it. I just tend to think about it as I am so fascinated by so many different things. And this shows up in the people I talk to and the topics that we discuss on this very show um, multipotentiality has been a core part of how I see myself and who I am since I discovered it about six plus years ago. If you're looking for a little bit of a primer on the topic, I will direct you to the show notes for this episode. That's joelzeslovsky.com slash SASM118. I'm going to link to Emily's TEDx talk on the topic why some of us don't have one true calling. It's been viewed almost 5 million times as of recording, and it's just a dynamite introduction to this concept of being a multi-potentialite and trying to build a life around all of your interests. Really, I recommend you, you watch that. Even if you don't feel like that's you, there are lots of people around you who would benefit if you watch it and you pass it along to them. So, so many people have gotten the validation, the recognition, removing some of the stigma associated with, why can't you just pick a thing? Or can't you just focus? Or, oh, what's it going to be today, Joel? I can't tell you how many times I've heard that in my life and so many other people have. It's a relief when they watch Emily's TED Talk. And that's perhaps one of the biggest ways that people are introduced to this concept and into the world of Emily's greater putty queendom. She also has uh, her recent book that was published called How to Be Everything that came out in May 2017, and that has gone bonkers in an awesome way. So proud of Emily. So happy to see so many people finding work that they love that's multi-potentialite friendly. I'm going to be chatting with her probably next episode about the themes of How to Be Everything, and I'm stoked to have you hear it from her herself. Now, the way that I experience my multipotentiality, again, I have so many different facets to me. There's podcasting, Joel, but 
if we zoom out the lens a little bit, there's just the guy who likes making an impact with my voice. I do that through facilitating small group conversations in the Putty Tribe or in local events that I participate in or host. There are so many other facets from simple living to all the various parenting things that I do to wanting to just gain a sovereignty and rewild myself. All these different things come together. Some of them run parallel, some of them overlap, some of them merge and smoosh together in neat ways, some of which I can anticipate and others which I can't. Um, Just really fundamental going forward. You'll be hearing me talk about this concept a lot more, and and I've discussed it a lot in the past in previous episodes, but uh, multi-potentiality and the role that it plays with me and also in the communities that I'm a part of is going to be a big theme going forward. And since the Putty Tribe is such a big part of who I am and what I do, you'll also be hearing me talk about that a bit more, whether it's with Emily or just going solo or dropping it from here to there uh, or every once in a while, I just feel great. This role that I took on as the connections and operations guy that I've had for the past year and a half. I mean, the biggest thing, and this goes back to the concept of asset-based community development, which is seeing the gifts within a certain community, elevating them to the conscious level, and then finding cool ways to share, to have people within a certain community with each other, um, share those gifts with each other. We built our Putty Tribe 2.0 site with Putty Peep. That's what we call people in the Putty Tribe, our members. Uh, we did it all with internal community resources, which was so gratifying, so much fun. And man, we kicked some serious butt on that project. And our members were really happy with not just what we presented them with, but how we asked them to be involved every step in the way. We gave them input on things like what do we name categories in the forums and how do we design certain elements of the site Ah, just just great. Uh, and another thing that I'm really proud of and that has been consuming a fair amount of my time within the Putty Tribe is just growing the community. Not for the sake of numbers, not for the sake of revenue, uh, not for the sake of ego, but just growing the community so that we can have uh, vibrancy that you can't have with a smaller group. Yet at the same time, maintaining a level of intimacy that we as the Putty Tribe team and also Putty Peep want to have, it's a real challenge, especially since we've had some rather explosive growth over the past few months in the community. How do we keep things tight? How do we keep it so that people feel like they know each other? How do people allow themselves to continue being vulnerable while there's, quote, strangers coming into the community every four weeks or so? I feel like we've done a great job with that. And it's not just me. Uh, Our putty peep have said that we are doing that too. We've done other things, which goes to the the process-oriented, systems-designing, like super nerdy part of me, figuring out behind the scenes how different systems interact and how we can build procedures and processes around it. With a community as big as the Putty Tribe, at least in terms of theme, which is you know everything, the thing that unifies us in the Putty Tribe is that we want to have a life about our entirety, not just these small little facets of us that only one group sees or that's only available within some kind of social context. Uh, So we have rolled out a much better version of groups, basically people finding their tribe within the tribe around a certain topic and a certain skill. That's been a lot of fun. And that's also something that has been uh, taken a fair amount of my time recently. Like everything in life, though, as amazing as it is for me uh, and as grateful as I feel for it, 
It's not all sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. I have just downright failed in my Putty Tribe roles in a number of ways. I've really continued to struggle in some ways. Uh, for example, you know, I back in my corporate days, I was an independent contributor, which is a fancy way of saying that nobody reported to me. I didn't need to hire anyone. Uh, I didn't need to oversee anyone. It was just me. And as long as I kicked booty, then everyone was happy. But in my Putty Tribe role, I run a team of five. And, and I'm responsible if somebody leaves or if we want to grow for bringing someone new on the team. So I had to make my first hire ever for a role. And my first hire just worked spectacularly poorly. Just was a bad decision on my part. Uh, the relationship blew up in my face. Uh, things just got messy. And I share some responsibility in how things turned out there. Fortunately, the other folks that we brought onto the Putty Tribe team have been um, going much, much better. But I realize that I have some work to do and some growth to make internally when it comes to bringing people on board and how I do that and the expectations that I set. I've also, promoting our events, sometimes it's weird. Like in a community of over 500 plus people all across the globe in different time zones, you would think that somebody would show up to an event that I host, whether it's for new members, whether it's just a general community gathering, maybe it's themed. Um, yet every once in a while, nobody shows up to my huddle. That's what we call these uh, group events in the Putty Tribe. Out of hundreds of potential participants, even if I'm promoting it in our weekly newsletter. So again, lots of things that I can do better, but overall, just really excited and really proud of what we've been able to co-create as a team, but more importantly, as a community, because the Putty Tribe is almost totally member-led. Almost all the neat things that happen are happening by the members themselves, as opposed to facilitated by somebody like me. That is awesome. Gosh, I want more of that in my life. As I slowly get back into this podcasting thing, you know, one eye or one and a half eyes, if you could split a second one in half, would probably still be on the Putty Tribe. Uh, we've got some big projects that we'll be working on, like offline connecting. We really want to have Putty Peep be able to find their people where they are. Online communities are awesome. I'm a part of them. I run one. But the magic often is in the real world, face-to-face, person-to-person, maybe sharing a meal or a beverage. I just love, love offline connecting in the communities I'm a part of. I do it with Live Your Legend, with World Domination Summit, uh, with a, a movement that I used to be involved with, Simple Rev. I'll tell you about that some other day and how it's basically kaput. Uh, I would love to do offline connecting with the Putty Tribe as well and help multi-potentialites hang out and gather in meaningful ways where they are. We also have this, uh, Emily's fingerprints are all over this one, Putty Comps, which is uh, the Putty Tribe compilations, doing artistic and creative uh, collaborations within the Putty Tribe, which collaboration is just runs through everything that we do there. The first one is going to be in October. We're creating a comic book together as a community. Uh, we might do uh, a mixtape and all other kinds of uh, creative outlets too. 
that's a lot of fun. And they're all different kinds of initiatives that are bubbling up. Uh, a lot of times we don't know what's coming next because we're not a top-down kind of community. I'm not a top-down kind of guy. I'm always interested in what the people around me are most interested in doing and how I can offer my gifts and help facilitate that, bring it to life as a community animator, not necessarily a community builder. I'll talk about that distinction some other day, uh, probably in a podcast episode that I record with uh, an amazing person in the asset-based community development area. Uh, Community animator, though, that's really a a term that I've taken on, not necessarily doing the building in the community itself, just bringing to life the things that could be, the possibilities, the potential, tapping into that. Ah, that's great, too. Now, if all this talk about the Putty Tribe has made your ears perk up and you're like, Putty Tribe, multi-potentialized, what is this grooviness? Maybe I want to get involved in that. You can, if you like. Uh, You can go to theputtytribe.com slash join. Uh, Just a little caveat, we only open our community doors once every four to five weeks. So if you go to theputtytribe.com slash join, you will probably get redirected to our email interest list page. That's where you just put in your information. And as soon as the doors open, and even in advance of that, we'll give you a heads up and we'll say, hey, come on in and have some fun. I'm not going to pitch you on it. Uh, I don't assume that you'll join. I will not extol all the benefits of being a putty peep. You'll explore it for yourself if or when the time is ever right. Let's go back to this podcasting thing for a moment, though. It's just podcasting, just in general. As much as it kind of pains me to say it, it's simply a lower priority now than it has been at any point since I started doing this five years ago. Uh, The good news is I've made some adjustments to have podcasting demand less of me, less time, less energy, uh, less emotional challenge, and just my general resource investment in podcasting is lower to get a new episode published. That's good news for you. That's good news for me. You know, for example, if you're taking a look at the show notes for this episode, 118, I have deliberately broken my 117-episode streak of having a well-crafted mini-story lead-in in the show notes for this episode. I just, I don't think anyone cares that much about how I craft a lead-in, and it's not going to compel them to click play or download the episode. I really don't enjoy writing them, and I've always felt like I should do that. Like This is what pro podcasters do. They have this wonderful narrative lead-in, and that's just not my strong suit, and I'm not going to do it anymore. So that's gone poof. That saves me at least 15 minutes per episode. Thanks to some additional inspiration from an episode of the Living Experiment podcast, which is a great show, by the way. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. I would love for you to check out what uh, Pilar and Dallas have going on over there. Uh, I've also streamlined other aspects of my show notes. So the practical way of saying that is I'm going to go not not go, actually, not go overboard with my bullet points. It would, there's always been a section called, you're about to learn, dot, dot, dot. I'm just going to give that less attention. And the topic and timestamp section will also get less attention and uh, a little less comprehensive, which is what I do well, but... Just can't do it if I want to podcast as much as I do. And if you subscribed to my joelzeslavsky.com newsletter some point, 
probably May 2017 or earlier. Maybe you've noticed that I haven't sent a newsletter out in months and months. I don't even know when the last time it was I did that. Uh, I've even, I mean, just, I, I, I don't really have anything to say so much in uh, the written medium. I've even removed a way to sign up for my newsletter on my website because I have no idea why I'd even want to send you a newsletter at this point. I could put for my ego and be like, look at me, everybody. Look at the cool things that I'm involved in and up to. But how does that help you? How does that impact you? If I decide, if I find a cool way to write to you and give you some kind of value there and be of service to you, then I will, but I really have no plans to do that. That is also some time savings as well and just gets me more into what I enjoy and what I'm best at, which is making an impact with my voice. You know, my life has changed enough lately, especially with a school-aged son in my house, Grant, who maybe he'll be a podcaster someday. Uh, Just have a different rhythm to life. And that means that I I can't promise you that I will keep a specific podcast publishing schedule. Uh, New episodes from here on out, they're probably going to be more sporadic, at least in the short term. There's not going to be every other week for years kind of thing that I'm going to commit to. And who knows? I might surprise myself. There might be more episodes out than I think that I have in mind. But just to give you a heads up, uh, you might get one on a Wednesday instead of on a Monday. You might get two in a week, or you might not get one for a month. We'll see what happens. That also speaks to my multipotentiality, where it's my prerogative to shift back and forth between fascinations and topics. And sometimes m- maybe I'll even drop things that I was previously obsessed with. Uh, I'm not quite ready to give my Simple Living deep dive, which was a huge focus from 2014 to 2016. That's not getting the heave-ho, but you will probably hear me talking about the world under the Simple Living sun a bit less than I previously have. And I can almost guarantee you that what you'll hear me talk about more in, say, the next 6 to 12 months is bringing people together, this concept of community and what it means to belong Uh, how we do that well with practices and mindsets like asset-based community development, rewilding as thought of and practiced by my favorite podcaster, Daniel Vitalis of the Rewild Yourself podcast. That is going to be a big thing. If you want, I'm going to link to the show notes, uh, my chat that I have with him in 2016 on this show. Gosh, that was a good one. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, and of course, this uh, wonderful world of multi-potentialites inside and outside the Putty Tribe, you will be hearing me talk about that a whole lot more. All right. So now you know where I've been and where I believe I'm going, at least as much as anyone can predict, right? <laughs> You'll find links to all the stuff I spoke about, topic timestamps, takeaways, and more niftiness in the show notes at joelzeslovsky.com slash sasm118. You'll also see information in the show notes about how to support me, this show, and our community at joelzeslovsky.com slash support. Some of you regular listeners, you've been great. No, you've been fantastic while I've been gone. You've been re-listening to certain episodes in my archive. You've been asking me when I'm going to crank this Smart and Simple Matters thing back up again and just generally being really supportive and cool with my longer-than-expected hiatus. Thank you. 
Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your flexibility now and in the future with where I go with podcasting. I'm just, I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling grateful for you right now. So there you go. That's what's up. And next up on the show is a conversation with my friend, business partner, and the queen of multi-potentiality right now, Emily Wapnick. You've just listened to the Smart and Simple Matters podcast with Joel Zaslowski. Now go simplify something. Hug someone or get your sexy spreadsheet on.